1: Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. You know, we've heard about this young lady. She's amazing. Now we finally get to see her and talk to her. Her name is Melanie Penn. She's a singer-songwriter, and she's got a new album. The last song in the album, you'll be able to hear it this Friday. And if you've been following her, you'll have the complete set, and it is amazing. It's called More Alive 2. Melanie, how are you?
2: I'm great. How are you guys doing this morning?
1: We are We doing are doing well, wonderful. It's not often that we get to say we're talking to somebody live in Nashville, but that's got that's that's got kind of a that's a cool vibe And that when you can say that
2: I can't believe that you've got to talk to people live in Nashville all the time <laughs> you say you say that to all your guests
3: okay, okay, yes, we do. <laughs> No, but, it's no, but good- live in Nashville and you are in a, a new apartment uh, just moving in and got boxes everywhere still unpacking. I mean, you're freshly in Nashville. on the floor.
2: Yeah, I'm sitting yeah. on the floor right now in my uh, makeshift studio. I'm I'm a I'm a three day old Nashvillian.
3: Wow. wow.
1: How about that? So once you get everything in place now, I don't know what now we'll get down to business here in a second. I don't know what kind of mover you are. There are several different movers where you move your stuff in and it takes you a while to put the pictures up or the, you know, the stuff in place. But I've also known people that they don't sleep until they've got the entire house or apartment finished. It's like, where are you in that spectrum?
2: I'm I'm I might be in the impatient end of the spectrum like I really want to be settled and like one reason I want to be settled is because like my mind can't rest into that creative state yeah if it's like Mm -hmm. chaos in my living environment it's like so I'm I'm kind of feeling that lack of peace but it takes time it takes time to get everything kind of situated. And I don't know if either of y'all have shopped for furniture recently, but it's like 20, 20 weeks, 50 weeks, crazy yep. wait times for furniture.
3: Yep. We got fern- new furniture probably almost about a year ago and, it, and there was a wait and it's a whole lot more expensive than it used to be from yep. what I remember. So, there's a whole, yeah.
2: there's a whole price thing going on. So I like yep. to, uh, I like to go to the thrift shops and just throw something in my, in my vehicle, like get yeah, it. Yeah, you're that.
1: smart. Well, Melanie, if you're up for it, I think here at the uh, at the station, we may have some old beach chairs or lawn chairs (laughs) that we used to use on location when we would do live broadcast. If we might send those to you, if we can find them, what do you think?
2: Or just send me your location. Yeah, yeah. My vibe could be like old frat house. Yes.
3: You need some milk cartons as a table, you know, and that's perfect.
2: That's funny. Lawn chairs, lawn chairs in the living room. Mm -hmm.
3: That's funny because
1: that's exactly what I was thinking. She picked up on that. Very, very brilliant young lady. Melanie Penn, More Alive 2 is coming out on uh, this Friday, uh, which is the 15th of July. And as we talked about this, Uh, Before we went live, you've released song after song. So it'll be the final song on Friday and people can get the project probably where on Spotify, Amazon, where can they get this up?
2: So all the songs will be streaming by Friday. Okay. And then if they want physical product, this release is vinyl only and they can buy a vinyl on MelaniePen.com. dot com. Wow. Vinyl. I know. Cool, right? Yes. Before we know it, we're going to be making cassettes again. Right? It's not <laughs> cassettes. Oh, no. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you. That's where this is going. Eight um, tracks
3: and cassettes. That's what we need more
2: yeah, of. Come right on, yeah.
1: come on. Be honest. How many cassettes do you still own? You did you ever own a cassette?
2: Did I own a cassette? Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm not as young as I look. I definitely. <laughs> My first cassette I ever bought was Michael W. Smith, Eye to Eye.
1: Okay, yeah, oh, I, wow. had that. I had that one, sure.
2: Fantastic. The thing I miss about cassettes the most was, like, you could unpack the liner notes like they fit in your hand, and you could just, yeah. like, yes. remember, you would unfold it, it like, 40 fold, times.
3: Fold, fold. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. More,
2: More Alive Volume 2 is the follow-up to More Alive Volume 1, yeah. So all together it's like 20 songs in that collection that I've re- released over the last 2 years. It's like a COVID era project.
3: Yeah. You
2: which had- thankfully we're at the end of.
3: Yes. Yes, praise the Lord for that. That's right. Now you
1: now not only COVID, did you you actually had COVID uh in, in the process of right writing this and putting this together, your dad became ill and 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 passed and we're so sorry for that. Uh in that process, um, how did you get your head together? Because those are two, especially your dad, two major things that you deal with emotionally. How did you get your head back in the game?
2: Well, that's a good question. I, You know, there's a lot of things. I, I think we'll all be processing the COVID era for a long time. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of like, I think there's a lot of fallout. We just don't, we don't know yet what the all the long term effects are. So all that to say there's a lot of things about the covid era that I'm like wow that was really painful. But in my life in the arc of my life the quarantine gave me my last year with my dad. So oh. I didn't know beginning beginning of covid that it would be the last year of my dad's life and if it had been normal life I would have been like traveling around and trying to like mm. squeeze in visits with him and stuff. Yeah. And Because of the quarantine, I moved in with them. I moved in with my mom and dad. I helped to take care of my dad and it was just like an amazing gift. Wow. So to answer your question, my head was kind of in the game because I was, I was so aware that it was a, a real holy time. I think, I think like births like the season around like life beginning and the season around life ending, like both of those seasons are so sacred. So I was really, I was just so thankful that I got to be a witness to the last year of my dad's life. You know, every day I was real present with him.
3: Wow. Now, Melanie, uh, you uh, lived in New York for quite a while. Did you just move from New York or you, or were you living in Virginia or?
2: I left New York during COVID. So when my dad, my yeah. So, uh, but before that, it had been twenty years. I was kind of wow. in it for the long haul. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And well, for those of us who are kind of uh, theater nerds, you got you were in uh, several productions there. Uh, is that something you miss being live on stage in the, in the in the show world?
2: Yeah, I did. So I did musicals for a lot of years before I kind of transitioned into only focusing on writing songs, being a solo right. artist. And I think a lot of my songs have that like uh, storytelling. There's a lot of storytelling in my songs that I think comes mm-hmm. from that theater background. Like, I
3: love like, that,
2: yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's always a point of view. There's a beginning, middle, and an end. Like, And and I, I think I strive for that in my songwriting because all the songs I sang before that were telling a story. And mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder if, like, in my old age, I'll go back to, like, Broadway musicals. Wouldn't that be cool? I like Yeah You
3: should. Yeah. You should definitely. yeah. yeah.
2: Like I'll be like sixty five, seventy, and I'll be like Walton back on Broadway stage. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait
1: a minute! What you just said—that is that old? Sixty <laughs> five. I meant. Yeah, I know. You know what you as meant. soon as
2: I said that, as soon as I said that, <laughs> I wanted to walk it back.
1: That's but, okay. Dan, Dan's not offended. I mean, to me, is Dan's to me sixty five
3: is old. So okay.
2: Dan, Dan's not. <laughs> I offended. don't think it's old. I don't yeah. think it's old.
3: Um, hey, we're
1: talking. Let's, with say, Lauren- let's
2: push it up. Oh go go ahead sorry
1: <laughs> we're talking with uh, I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off let me reset a second <laughs> Melanie Penn here what a delight uh which I did not read uh I missed the part about her doing musicals totally and uh, oh, that
3: stood out to me because I, I love musicals I was yeah, like
1: oh she was in she was on Broadway and that's, oh, that's awesome that's pretty awesome Melanie Penn yeah. with us more live too check out the project or projects check out one as well and as she mentioned it's going to be on the streaming services and the vinyl copy or copies, uh, it would be really cool to get. So we'll tell you, if what, you have a turntable, yeah, yeah. You know. I've got two of them. I've got two of them. So I'm, wow. uh, I'm so glad that, uh, everything is, is coming back. Although I'm not going to miss the hiss of the cassette. I, mm. I, I am excited about, but vinyl, well, let's talk a little bit about this now because you bring up a, a, a point. Dan and I were just talking with someone that's been in the business as long as we have, um, about music and we love the fact that worship music is on the radio and being played. Uh, but there's, there's a, there's a genre. I, I don't know if you'd call this genre. The storytelling music has kind of disappeared. And I think mm-hmm. people w- need to hear that want to hear that you think that is coming back. And is that, uh, have you even noticed that that's missing, uh, uh, on a certain level?
2: I have totally noticed. Yeah. Like you zeroed in, you zeroed in on like the, the blessing and the quandary of where I am career wise, because mm-hmm. I'm not writing worship music. And I mean, I love worship music, but it's just not War. my gifting. I think it's right, amazing right. when people write songs for the church, but I don't do that. And that has kind of uh, has such increased listenership that now that's considered like Christian music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole other category. Like I write I write pop songs from a Christian worldview. Like yeah. I want mm. people to like, you know, be driving on the road trip listening to an album and feeling like real sunny and upbeat, listen listening to right. Melanie Penn. Right. And yeah. I don't really know a lot of artists who are doing that in this space right, right. now. Right. So mm. I think um like where music is going, I have no idea. I've never really known. And and when I think I know, it it I don't.
3: It changes. So Yeah, yeah it changes. <laughs> right.
2: Like I never know, like, oh, people are gonna like this, or they're gonna, you know, where, where's the gravity gonna go? So mm. I just try to write songs that I really enjoy and feel like need to be out there. Mm-hmm. And that's all you can do. That's all you can do as an artist. Yeah. And just like yeah, trust yeah. trust the Lord with the outcome.
3: Yeah. Yes. Talk about your, your songwriting process. You said earlier that you have to get things put away so everything's, you know, kind of in place yeah. before you can really get in that creative zone. Uh, t- talk about how you get in that creative zone and, and what really inspires you.
2: I get asked that question a lot, a lot by young songwriters, actually. And the best thing that I do, so I do need my environment organized, like total chaos is hard for me, like I'm living in now. But the best thing that I do to kick off a song idea is um, go for a walk. Mm -hmm. like if i can go for a walk and kind of have that like primary activity of walking and then it your your secondary activity it's almost like ideas in the shower it's kind of like the same Mm -hmm. idea like your your creative brain can kick in and i'll almost always get an idea that then i can go home and finish and i read recently that um garth brooks does the same thing he writes he writes all his songs on walks so i'm like Mm -hmm. Hey, I'll take songwriting. I'll follow in Garth Brooks's yeah. Reps, sure. literally. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. You have friends in low places. It's awesome.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Dan. There's like there's yeah, the gospel. Absolutely. There's the gospel lesson for you right there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There
1: Melanie go. Penn with us, more alive too. You got to pick up the project. Pick up one uh, more alive one as well. But uh, this week it will be complete. Uh, you'll be able to get every single song on that project. More alive 2 uh some of the songs the story look up just jump just jump that's got to be upbeat right is that upbeat oh yeah okay and then uh the melody and then the one to be released on friday what's what's the song going to be that's going to be released on friday
2: so two things come out on friday one is a video for follow you
1: follow you okay
2: a- and and then a single is coming out the same day uh the single is he's got the whole world and it's it's, you know, based on the idea of the children's song. He's got the whole world in his hands. But it's a very like grown up pop song.
3: So now I'm going to have that song going through my head for the rest of the day. Now he's got the whole <laughs> world. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <Mitch Mellon. laughs>
2: well, on Friday, hopefully you can have a, have like my version of it.
3: Have Yeah,
2: it's not based. It's not based at all on the children's song, except for the idea of he's got the whole world in his hands.
3: That's good. That's good.
1: Melanie Penn with us. All right. I I know these are all your babies that you have written and and that you sing. Is there one that you could just sing every day now for the rest of your life? I mean, you know, there are artists, there are artists that write stuff and it's great stuff, but they get to a point where they're they're kind of tired of it. Uh, But is there one of these songs that really stands out to you that you just can't wait to perform it, to sing it uh, for people to hear it?
2: That's a good question. I mean, I'm, now, I'm just now getting back to touring after COVID, so I can't imagine getting sick of singing any of these songs. soon. <laughs> uh, you know, after, after, like, kind of being off the road for a long time. Um, I love the melody. I love the melody. And I love Follow You. Both those songs, I think, are enduring. And um, I think I'll be singing those two for a long, long time. Hmm.
1: Now, since you've picked up, you, as you mentioned, and you, you, like all the other artists, right, we do talk to folks, you know, Casting Crowns and some of the other touring groups, and things have really picked up dramatically for them probably over the, what, Dan, last six months, last five, right. six, yeah. uh, whatever the months. Uh, what have you seen so far now that you're out there and about again uh, and, and seeing folks talking to folks, uh, listening to what they have to say? What are they saying to you just about anything? Uh, are they I, no yeah. doubt they're glad to be in that setting? Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, I noticed bigger acts. So I'm not a huge act like, you know, famous. Um, I think I think acts that have a lot of infrastructure behind them, like casting crowns, like the like the really famous artists got back on the road right away because infrastructure was already there.
1: Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm
2: I'm kind of developing. So, like, going into 2020, I had a lot of momentum and then it kind of it was kind of at a crucial point if that makes sense. So I feel like I have to build momentum back, but I will say audiences. And I, I think I could speak for everyone. I just think audiences are real grateful. They're real forgiving. Like I'm, I'm a little rusty up there, like making mistakes sometimes. And like the audience is right there with you. It's like, they do not care. They just don't care. And there is, um, I also think for me personally, what I went through in the last two years, like I, I find I have a new weightiness on stage. Like there's, I'm always kind of jokey and goofy on stage, but there's also like a new weightiness I notice in myself with my presence. And so I'm excited to be like really doing shows again and lean into that. It's like, wow, I'm a more mature person now. It's like, Mm -hmm. I, that's a whole new like set of tools to bring to a live show. And I think the next year, year or two, could be really cool from that perspective.
3: Talking to Melanie Penn. Now, Melanie, uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier you had a Michael W. Smith cassette. Who else? Uh, who else were you big into growing up? Who, who influenced you and, and made you really want to kind of be a, a, a musician?
2: Oh, one guess. I'll give you one guess.
1: I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say Stephen Curtis Chapman.
3: Maybe. I don't oh, know. he's amazing. Yeah. Woman, Grant.
2: female, you got it.
3: There you go, okay. Amy Grant. You got okay. it. Yeah, yeah. She's oh a my sweet, gosh, yep, sweetheart.
2: What a sweetheart! And I can remember, you know, being at summer camp and like with my Walkman cassette Walkman.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the best thing about the Walkman is you could like fast f- you could rewind the song to hear it again, yeah. and it would be yeah, like, yeah. and yeah. then you,
3: yeah. <laughs> you could tell yeah. you could tell, yeah,
2: yeah. You wait for the quiet part. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> so like li- listening to Amy Grant in my headphones at summer camp, just like lying in my bunk bed being like, mm. oh, wow, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I-, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to do it. And wow. and I, I just yeah, I think she's really important.
3: Yeah. Well, you might run Very into her there in Nashville. Who I knows? was
1: just going to say. I mean, that's like her sweet spot right in there. You're talking about Ryman. She's been, you know, she's been there. How many times? Of course, Vince, you know, showing up. So you never know. There could be a collision. I got to say that it was a few years back. She was, uh, Dan and I were walking through the halls and she was actually in the building and we walked through the door and she was just right there to the left of us. Nobody, she didn't have any handlers. She didn't have anybody protecting her from us. Usually, usually people have protectors for dan and yeah. i so uh but she was uh, she was so sweet she was so kind uh and she, there, no pretense just down
3: to earth yeah. yeah
1: yeah and i and i i appreciated that because we've met others not so much you know you mm-hmm. you know it's just hard to get to and uh, we're not stalkers on, on any level, but I think hopefully you'll run into her. I think that'd be really, really cool. Melanie Penn, the, the uh, project's called More Alive 2. All right, Melanie, so you're touring. Uh, you're going out there doing some stuff. No doubt uh, you're filling up your, your itinerary. What's the rest of the year, 2020? Let's see, where are we? 2022. What does is 2223 is look for you as far as getting out there?
2: Well, yeah, I'm putting together the fall now. And then I always do a big Christmas tour. So we're putting that together now, too. So the last two Christmas tours have been a little bit lean, but we should have a really healthy Christmas tour this year. And then I have, like, got to be honest, as soon as this song comes out on Friday, like, I've got another album ready to go. Like, we're working wow. on the timing, but it's, wow. like, finished 10-song wow. um, EP. And so we're working on, like, when to launch that project. Um, and I'm real excited for people to hear those songs.
1: Hey, if you're up for it before you release that one, we'd love to talk to you or just after we can talk about it, whatever's good oh for gosh. you. We, we'd love to talk. I'll,
2: co- I'll talk with you all every day. If you need like a third, <laughs> don't you need like a third host? Like a female perspective?
3: Yes, yes, we do.
1: <laughs> we, we used to have a third banana is what we call that person. And, and it was usually a female. And she's very, 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 I mean, just blended with us so well. Yep. So, yes, Wait, that'd be just- awesome.
2: You just let me know. You just you just let me know and I'll uh, I'll send over the details.
1: You, you know, I think though, <laughs> after, after time you'll be very sorry that you even met us. I think <laughs> it probably would be the fact. <laughs> Melanie Penn, what a delight. You gotta hear her stuff. Hey, check out her stuff on cassette. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not out yet.
3: Not uh yeah, not no cassettes yet.
1: But vinyl <laughs> is is right there at your fingertips. So check it out. Melanie Penn, that's two ends with Penn.com or at Melanie Penn on uh, IG. And it's called uh, Instagram more,
3: uh, yeah Instagram.
1: Instagram, oh, thank you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you can tell who's older, right uh, the i g the yeah. Facebook hey, and the video this week uh this week is also coming out right, so folks can see that they can see that where on your website then
2: what Web- website youtube um okay. YouTube's really the best place,
1: yeah, hey, and if she's in a town near you uh, at a venue, go see her. And then in the fall and then in Christmas, which is going to be huge. And then as soon as we find out about the new project, uh, we'll get her back on and we'll talk about it. So check it out. Melanie, you're a delight. We appreciate you. We do look forward to seeing you again. Blessings. Thanks for doing what you do. We appreciate you. you so much. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.